Thank you for listening to the Take It With You episode 37 podcast entitled The Ballad of Mitchell P. Crumpleton. We couldn't do this show without our amazing local sponsors. Duluth Coffee Company, Sir Benedict's Tavern on the Lake, Beaner Central Concert Coffee House, Buzz Frenzy, The Vista Fleet, Zeitgeist Center for Arts and Community, and Chester Creek Dental. And of course, our gold star, best in show, sunshine on a glistening lake, grade A sponsor and partner in crime, Bent Paddle Brewing Company. So crack open a delicious Bent Paddle beer and listen to this show recorded live on August 21st at the North Shore Theater. Written by Blake Thomas, music by Blake and Matt Reilly. Now, there is some adult language and content in this one, so, as always, you should probably listen with a friend. <laughs> what have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who is Mitchell P. Crumpleton? It's a good question. He might be a man. He might be a woman. He might be a centaur. Or a surprisingly ordinary duck. He might be a blade of grass or a beam of light. He might have invented time itself. He might have destroyed time itself. He may even be time itself. He might be responsible for putting the first man on the moon. He might have been the catalyst for a turnip shortage that would ultimately destroy Paris. He may have once ridden a dinosaur in the freaking Kentucky Derby and came in fifth. He might be an acrobat. Or a clandestine smut novelist of some renown. He might be you. He might be me. He might have been unwittingly responsible for the Jonas Brothers. And he might be nothing at all. Just the memory of a whisper of a melody heard in the muffled chambers of your mind on a bright, strange winter's day, when the snow is falling so gently, yet so eagerly, it makes you weep uncontrollably, like some kind of sissy jerk. It's hard to even begin this story at any point in time. But I suppose we have to pick one, because otherwise there would be no story at all. And then what? We all sit in silence like we're in timeout for drawing on the wall with green crayon? No. We must start somewhere. The year is 2235 on a crisp, clear autumn morning that makes you think, Damn, this rocks balls. So who is Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Perhaps it can be summed up by his most noted quotation. In this world, why remember anything that's not vitally important? It's available always. Concern yourself with things you can't remember. And thus begins the ballad of Mitchell P. Crumpleton. The man who believed in true love and friendship so much that he completely fucked up every single fucking thing for fucking ever. Or did he? Come in. Oh, Daniel, my boy. What did the doctors say? Clean bill of health, my Mitchell P. Brilliant news, just brilliant. They say I'm in the best shape of my life. Brilliant. But how do you feel, my boy? Well, like I said, I'm in great shape. Physical well-being is just one part of the equation, my boy. What you are about to embark on, it's a mental and emotional test that literally no one in the history of time has ever attempted. 
Or have they? <laughs> a, t- a little time travel humor. I love it. But seriously, my boy, this is of the utmost importance. I'm ready, Mitchell P. We've put too much time into this to, to back out now. Don't worry about that, my boy. I would never be upset with you if you decided to back, back out. Mm-hmm. You've got to be kidding me, Mitchell P. I'm going to be the first person in the world to travel through time. Whatever the risks are, it's worth it. I'm ready. I truly envy you, Daniel. I wish I could go myself, but time travel just isn't suited for an old man like me. Ah, knock it off with that talk. If there's anyone else in the whole world who could troubleshoot this machine in your absence, well, then you'd be in my shoes right now. Maybe one day, my boy. Hard to say, Mitchell P. You're one in a million. I believe you mean one in 99.07 billion, my boy. It's an expression, Mitchell P. Hmm. Ah, must be an outdated one. (laughs) Oh, Mitchell P. Crumpleton! Dr. Lesnar, how are the preparations coming? Everything is looking good, but there will need to be one slight adjustment. What's that? If my calculations are correct, and I'm sure they are, the travel orb will only accommodate a certain amount of time light flow, and with the density refractory calculation at 7.6, which is definitely a real thing, I just don't see how we could send Daniel through time unless he was, well, in the buff. Naked? Yes, mathematically, it's not really possible otherwise. Okay, but I'm sure that all the math is right. Oh, it is. But just to be clear, when I'm going back in the orb, I'm invisible, right? Yes, completely. Through the process of supersonic liquid dictation, which is completely real, we'll lower you into the orb and then fill it with plasmatic justification formula, and you'll be suspended, floating like a super fetus through all time and space, and completely undetectable to anyone or anything else. Okay. You'll be able to move around with the use of the joystick, just as you did in the simulator, and we'll be able to communicate with you the whole time. Right. And everything you're seeing will be recorded, although we won't be able to see what you're seeing, we'll only hear you. You'll be doing an incredible service to history and humanity, Daniel. Thank you. I'm ready, Mitchell P. Let's do this thing. All right. Well, get yourself a good night's sleep. We'll see you at 0700. See you then. What have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who are you, Mitchell P. How are you feeling, Daniel? Get some sleep. Slept like a baby. Are you ready to do this? Last chance. And there's no shame in saying no. Maybe to some, but not me, Mitchell P. Let's do this. The plasmatic justification formula is at the optimal temperature and torcastic elasticity, which is definitely a real thing. We have just a few minutes before the justification becomes untenable. Daniel, remember, this first mission is to go back to Rome. 44 BC, the Ides of March, the day Caesar was killed. While it might be tempting to cruise around in your time orb, the sole purpose is to capture the actual moment of the assassination. I got it, boss. I'm on it. It's time. Well, let's do this. 
<clears throat> uh, what are we waiting for? <clears throat> what? Take off your clothes, Daniel. Oh, uh, right. And this is totally necessary? Totally necessary. All right. Hmm, is that your penis, or are you just happy to see me? Okay. Uh, step into the orb, please. This next part will be a bit of a shock. Remain still while we fill the orb with plasmatic justification formula. How are you doing in there, Daniel? Just fine, Mitchell P. You don't have to yell, Daniel. We can hear you. Uh, gotcha. Can you hear me, Daniel? Loud and clear. Typing in time date coordinates. Now, just trust your training. Use your instincts. You know what to do. Commencing space-time fold-over procedure. Huh? You've got this, my boy. Commencing poke-through wormhole procedure. You're making history, Daniel. Well, unless history doesn't even exist. <laughs> Another time travel joke. I love it. A wormhole oh. created. You've got this, my boy. Departure in five, four, three, two... One! <laughs> what have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who are you, Mitchell P. Daniel? Daniel? Come in, Daniel. Can you hear me? Lesma, can you get a read on him? I'm still not getting a... Mitchell P? Oh, Daniel, can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm feeling all right, I think. I'm hovering in the orb about 20 feet off the ground. The controls seem to be working. Fantastic. But... What? This doesn't seem like Rome. Nor does it seem like 44 BC. What do you mean? Well, uh, there's a barn and a tractor. At least I think it's a tractor. I've, I've never seen one in real life. What? A fucking tractor? I mean, I think so. It's, it's red and loud. And there's a guy on it clearly steering it. Lesma, what's going on? Well, I don't know. All of my calculations are correct. Daniel, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. A little dizzy. But that could be due to the fact that I'm floating around in a sphere filled with plasma. Okay, hang in there. We're going to figure out what's going on. Lesma, talk to me. Well, I don't know. I'm looking at the numbers and it all adds up. Lesma, what's going on? The camouflage levels of the reasonable believability module are strained to the max, and that is definitely a real thing. If this continues, the time travel orb might not be able to sustain its believability for much longer. Can you fix it? Wait, what, what does that mean? Can you fix it? I'll try. Daniel, keep calm. It's not the end of the world. Even if the reasonable believability module fails, the worst that will happen is that a bunch of people will see you floating around naked through the air. Uh, what? It's not that bad. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> Shit! Talk to me, Lesma. It's the orb itself. It's eroding. What? It's, I, I don't know. All I can think of is that the air was so much cleaner back then and the earth was so much cooler back then, whenever, wherever he is, and the orb just isn't used to it. I, I didn't account for it! Hang in there, Daniel! I am, literally, suspended in midair at the moment, so yeah, I'll hang in here. This isn't looking good, guys! What's happening, Daniel? The orb! It's... it's disintegrating! Daniel! Ah!
Daniel? Daniel, come in, Daniel. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Thank God. Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. I... Uh, oh. uh, What's going on, Daniel? Uh, I'm okay. Oh, okay. I just... I just fell from the freaking sky. I'm a little beat up. Where are you? In a cotton field, I think. Okay. Uh, and I'm fucking naked. Okay, what else? What do you mean, what else? I'm in a cotton field and I'm fucking naked and I have no idea where or when I'm at. Okay, okay, just stay calm. Be naked in that cotton field for a second and get your wits about you. Be naked in this cotton field for a second? That's the most fucked up thing anyone has ever said to me. Uh, just, just bring me back. I wish I could. Yeah, me too. It's not that easy because you're no longer in the orb. Going back through the wormhole in your current state could tear you to pieces. I'm working on it, but it's going to take a minute. Hang in there, my boy. Be safe. That's a nice sentiment, but it looks like that's going to get a hot, lot harder to do that. Hey, what in the fuck is going on here? You some kind of pervert? Who is that? A guy with a shotgun. Damn right I'm a guy with a shotgun, and I'm going to cock it. A guy who just cocked a shotgun. Do you always narrate your own life? What's wrong with you, son? And why the fuck you laying in my cotton field without any britches? What do I do, Mitchell P? Who in the flying crockpot ball chains the hell is Mitchell P? I'm, I'm starting to lose you, Daniel. Uh, 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 judgment. Uh, get you home. Uh, use your imagination, my boy. Before I blow your dick off, I'll ask again. Why are you laying in my cotton field without any britches on? Uh, I... I'll give you to the count of three. One, two... It's all just a prank! What? Explain. Uh... Hazing! Uh, uh, it's my first year at Kappa Delta, Cobra. Ah, one of them college boys, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where at? Dallas? Yeah, Dallas. They, uh... Got me real drunk and blindfolded me and dropped me off out here. I, I, I don't even know where I am. You're a good ways from Dallas, I can tell you that. That was one hell of a prank. I guess so, right? Look, I'm just as confused as you are, so I, I don't mean you any harm. Yeah, well, you seem like a good kid. And you got a hell of a wiener on you. <laughs> uh, thanks? I suppose I was involved in my fair share of shenanigans back in the day. When you say back in the day, just what time are you referring to? When I was your age. Right. I think what I'm getting at is, what year is it? Jesus, jumping frog, Christ-eating contest, those boys really must have done a number on you. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just not seeing clear. Do you even know your own name? It's Daniel. Well, Daniel, folks around here call me Dilly. Cause I like me a good cold fucking dilly bar. They just invented those delicious bastards and I'm glad they did. And the year's 1955. Look, I'm going to Dallas way tomorrow. It's about 60 miles. I'll fetch you some clothes and you can stay with us tonight. Wow, Th thank you. Under one condition. Anything. You don't have sex with my daughter. Of course. And especially not in the barn. I wouldn't think of it. All right then. You hang tight, I'll be back with something to cover up that big old dick of yours. What have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton?
here, Dilly Bar? Who we got here? Well, this here's Daniel. Hello, ma'am. Nice to meet you, Daniel. He's a college man over in Dallas. Well, isn't that nice? Poor kid's the butt end of a fraternity joke gone too far. Found him naked in the field. Well, I'll be. Tain't no way to treat a fine fellow like yourself. Nice of you to say, ma'am. Yeah, he'll be staying with us tonight. I'll drive him back in the morning. And don't worry, I already told him it's forbidden for him to have sex with Marjorie in the barn. Okay, I mean anywhere, preferably. Right, but definitely not in the barn. Yep, no sex in that barn, you hear? Loud and clear, ma'am. Well, dinner's ready. Daniel, why don't you have a seat? That's very kind of you. Marjorie, dinner's ready! We have a visitor! All right, Ma, I'll be there in a minute. You a drinking man, Daniel? Well, you know what they say. If you're not a gugger, you're a fugger. I'm not familiar with that phrase. Yeah, me neither. It's regional, maybe? Huh. Well, here. My buddy Cleve makes this stuff down the road. It's good. I'm sorry to meet you with a shotgun in your face. Cheers. Cheers. Remember, no sex with my daughter in the barn. Yeah, I got it. Marjorie! Come in! Hi. I'm Marjorie. It's nice to meet you. I'm Daniel. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. What I'm thinking in my head right now Is you're beautiful as hell Despite the possible harm it would cause I definitely want to have sex with you in the bar yeah. Well? Let's eat. So, what are you studying, Daniel? Uh, time travel. <laughs> <laughs> what a sense of humor. Right, um, no, I'm studying horses. Just horses? No, I mean... A veterinary medicine? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, veterinary medicine. It's fascinating. Horses and... You know, probably some other animals in there, too. Yep. All the animals. Hmm. Frogs. <laughs> Just to name another animal. Armadillos. Yep, that's, that's another one. Penguins? Sure. Pigs? Yep. Geese? Yeah, geese. Uh, hippos? Can't forget the hippopotamus. Woodpecker? Yep. Goats? Definitely. Bugs? Sure. Lots of different species of bugs out there. Uh, elephants? Yep. Possum? They really don't get enough credit they deserve. You know, the possum. Ah, hmm. uh, 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 what is that thing? Walrus. Ah, uh, walrus! Absolutely. Ah, uh, how about a moose? Beautiful creatures. Black bear? You sure? Grizzly bear. Yep. Brown bear. A lot of bears out there. Yeah, fucking panda bear. Sure thing, panda bear. Oh, oh, koala bear. Yeah, they're actually pretty mean. Yeah, a praying mantis. Probably falls into the bugs category that we covered, but yeah. Pheasant. Sure. A mallard. Yep. Pigeons. Of course. Ostrich. Yep. Rattlesnake. Yeah. Snapping turtles. Keep your toes away from those buggers. Dolphins. Yep. Tigers. Largest cat in the world. Beavers. Yes, ma'am. Polar bears. Another bear. Good one. Sheep. Yep. Cardinal! Yeah. Raven? Yep. The peregrine falcon! Ooh. Fastest bird in the world. Uh, grouse. You bet. Sharks! Oh, yeah. Oh, just wait until Jaws comes out. 
Uh, anteater. Woo boy, that's a crazy animal. Aardvark. Great name for any business. Tapir. Yep. Giant sloth. Yep. Sunfish. Sure. Blab. Delicious. Bass. Trout. Yes. Elk. These horns on those guys. Chimpanzee. You bet. Silverback gorilla. Sure. Rhinoceros. Wouldn't want to meet one of them in a dark alley, huh? Ah, fucking alligator. Yep. Fucking crocodile. That's the logical next one, sure. Salamander. Yeah. The bramble K. Melon beast. Well, actually, that one is extinct. Or, well, not now. It. But it is. Don't huh. know what in the hell that means. Yeah. You're an odd one, but, uh, I like you, Danny. Well, you really outdone yourself this time, Loretta. That was a delicious meal. Ah, oh, thanks, hon. It was good to really get to know you, Daniel. Is that what just happened? <laughs> well, you've been awful quiet, Marjorie. Oh, uh, sorry. Did y'all want me to uh, list off animals with y'all? Um, uh, alpaca. Ooh, oh, that's, that's a good, good one. Yeah. They have very, very soft wool. <laughs> Marge, why don't you take our guests here on a little tour of the farm in the romantic moonlight, and I can help your mother clean up. Oh, thanks. Would, uh, would you like to take a walk with me, Daniel? It would be my pleasure. And just remember, no sex in the barn. Or so help me God. Daddy! Or preferably anywhere. <laughs> Run along now, you two. <laughs> If you keep buying from us, we'll keep selling to you, Duluth Coffee Company, and all other businesses. And now, back to the show. It's, it's a beautiful night. It is. I overheard Father talking about you. Someone played a prank on you. Yeah. Yeah, my fraternity. Well, that sounds fun. Huh? Oh, no, no, not the, not the prank part. I, I just never spend much time anywhere else. Especially not the city. You know, it's not that great. Everybody looks at everything differently, you know? What do you mean? Well, from where I'm from, it's so crowded. The actual world is cramped and dirty, but we pretend it's not because we primarily exist in another world that's not even real. I don't understand. I, I'm sorry. I just... Never mind. I'm probably sounding like a lunatic. Well, I don't think so. I've just never talked to anyone like you before. Oh, go on with you. I'm just like everyone else. No, you're not. Not to me. That's sweet of you to say. I've never seen the stars like this before. I suppose in the city you can't see as much. Right, yeah, the city. What do you like most about veterinary school? I, um, I suppose it's just being able to help something that's more fragile than I am. I think you have a very sweet soul. I think you have a very sweet smile. Oh, you make a girl blush. Oh, a shooting star. Did you see it? I did. You know, it's funny about stars. Some people see them as spheroids of plasma held together by gravity. You know, they know all the ins and outs of it, all the science behind it. And some people see stars as just little flames in the sky that they try to form into pictures to represent stuff like flying horses. And some people can't see it all. You know, they just imagine the stars. I wonder what they think the stars look like, to just have to imagine them. I wonder if they're more beautiful 
than what we see. I wonder too. Daniel, do you have a favorite animal? I do. Do, do you? Yes. Well, what is it? Well, I asked you first. On three. One, two, three. The, the otter. otter. <gasps> really? Yes, they're my favorite. What? Why? Well, I've only seen one in real life at the zoo, but I've read a lot about them. Sure. Well, they hold hands in the water and they float on their backs. And they look like they're having so much fun in the water. Doing somersaults in liquid, I mean, how crazy is that? And, and then gliding effortlessly through the water like a tiny, confident, beautiful water locomotive. And did you know that a number of otters together in the water is called a raft of otters, but a number of otters together on land is called a frolic of otters? I did know that. And I think I'm in love with you and we should have sex in the barn. And speak of time and light But when I get to the barn with you I'd really like To have sex in the barn I want to walk into that barn with you Barn at the top of the hill And I don't want to walk out of that barn until We've had sex in the barn All I want to do is have sex in the barn Specifically with you and specifically this barn Preferably right now Or at the closest available time That we could have sex in the barn I want to get closer to that barn with you By calmly walking in the direction where it stands Right now I'll just enjoy the way that you're holding my hand But soon I wanna have sex in the barn I can't wait to get to the barn with you The one that's currently straight ahead Let's not go off in another direction instead Cause that would mean we're getting farther from the barn All I wanna do is have sex in the barn Specifically with you And specifically this barn Preferably right now Or at the club 
best available time that we could have sex in the barn. This just feels too right for it to be wrong. We're together tonight and we have access to a freaking barn. The fates have brought us together. We were able to fix the transmitter. How are things going, my boy? Uh, not fucking great at the moment. Come <laughs> ah! back here, you barn sex having some bitch. Uh, Just hang in there. Lesmar has found a way to get you back that won't rip your body to shreds. Ah, uh, you might want to make it quick because that might just happen without any time travel involved. Lesmar, uh, 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 talk to me. Where are we at this? I'm ready. We're going to get you back, Daniel. Stand by. Five, four, three, two. Daniel, thank God you've returned to us. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I think so. We'll get you to the physicians right away, but first you need to remain here in the lateral compression chamber, which is 100% a real thing, while we do a full contamination scan. The last communication we had with you, you were laying naked in a cotton field with a stranger pointing a gun at you. What a rush! <laughs> Tell me everything, Daniel. Well, uh, I made up a story about it all being a fraternity prank. What quick thinking, bravo! Yeah, well, uh, this guy Dilly and his wife Loretta invited me to stay the night. Awfully nice of them, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, anyway, I continued to elaborate on my collegiate cover story over dinner. Mm, was it chicken fried steak, Daniel? Uh, no. But anyway... Was it shrimp and grits? No. Like I, like I was saying... Was it a good, crusty pot pie? Why don't I just tell you what it was so we can move on? Good thinking, Daniel. It was a roast of some kind. Anyway... Pork? Uh, 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 
Beef. What kind of sides? Peas? Carrots? No. Collard greens? It was fried okra. Mashed potatoes and green beans, okay? Mm, sounds delicious. Uh, it was. So, after dinner, their daughter Marjorie took me on a walk around the property. Delightful. And then we had sex in the barn. Wait, what? I'm curious. Daniel, that could have tremendous Yes, yes, it could, Daniel. I'll have to run a check in the morpholinear database, a real thing, to see if there were any alterations to history. Oh, it looks as though we dodged a bullet on this one, but that was extremely reckless! I must agree with Lesma. What on earth would have made you do such a thing? I've never met anyone like her. I... I... I fell in love, Mitchell P. Well, in that case... In that case? No, there is no case for that. Except true love, my dear Lesma. This doesn't sound like true love, sir. This sounds like Daniel had sex with a stranger in a barn. True, (laughs) true love can come on quickly, my dear. You of all people should know that time is relative. Excuse me for saying it, but that sounds like some touchy-feely hippie bullshit. We're talking about the fabric of space-time! You know, I met a woman once, many years ago, at one of those dull academia functions. Her name was Eleanor. We laughed. Pure, sparkling, uncontaminated laughter. And the ravenous physical entwinement. Oh, the entwinement! Like... Lupine vines howling and wrapping tighter and tighter around the shaft of unadulterated existential truths. I get the picture. I assume there's a moral to this story. Well, I had a conference in Tokyo the next day, you see, and then another in Sydney, and another and another. We stayed in contact, and before I knew it, six months had passed. Seasons had changed. The leaves had turned and fallen to the fertile earth. Yes, by that point, she had moved on, and I have never seen her since. Ah, I'm sorry, Mitchell P. I regret it to this day. Chime and love are the most important things that we have, my boy. If you love this Marjorie of yours, don't let this opportunity pass you by. That's all well and good, but I hope you're not getting at what I think you're getting at. You must go back, Daniel, and be with your love immediately. No, 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 absolutely not. For one thing, we need to construct a whole new orb. If you recall, the last one disintegrated and almost got Daniel killed. But you've got it figured out. You've figured out a way to... Pass Daniel through the wormhole without ripping him to shreds. That's not the point. In the orb, you'd have no physical interaction with the outside world. There's no telling what would happen if we sent him back again. No, no, I think he should do it. Absolutely not. Yes, true love conquers all. I'm not gonna do it. Love, let love be thine horse galloping through the thorny briar. Horny but mild and always searching for the heart of the glistering moon. And furthermore... No, no, I'm putting my foot down. End of story. Compression sequence is complete. (sighs) Daniel, just go through those doors. You'll be taken to the examination room. Okay. Don't you dare get Daniel's hopes up about this, Mitchell P. It's not going to happen. Yes, Lesma. Will that be all then? Hmm, yes. Great. What have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who are you? 
Daniel, wake up, Daniel. Mitchell P., what's going on? Daniel, I'm sending you back in time to find your madre. What? But Lesma said... Don't worry about that. I'll take care of it. I'll send you back to the day you left, but after sundown, you can climb up to her window, confess your love, and then I'll bring you both back. You really think that this will work? We must try. Okay. Meet me in the control room in 15 minutes. Right, I'll just re-enter the coordinates from the last journey. There we go, carry the fiver. And there we are, in five, four, three, two, Godspeed. It worked like a charm. Uh, oh no, uh, what's happening? Uh, uh, Daniel, can you hear me? Uh, uh, sorta. It's really muffled. What in the hell is going on here? Uh, well, in the spirit of finding Daniel true love. You did it. Uh, yes, though, no, I most certainly did. Damn it, Mitch! Move over. If I must. Daniel, can you describe what you're seeing right now? Um. It's hard to describe. I'm, I'm not really seeing things so much as I'm feeling vibrations through my eyes. D does that make sense? Perfect sense, my boy. You're stuck. Stuck? Yes, your telepatonic propulsion module, a very real thing, must have stalled midway through. Well, well can you fix it? Well, I'm afraid it can't be done remotely. Well, what does that mean? It means I'm coming to find you, my boy. Uh, uh, um, uh, Daniel, can you give us a second? What are you talking about, bitch? The only way to get the boy back safe is for me to find him and manually repair the module. There is absolutely no way I can guarantee I can get you there. It's like throwing darts in complete darkness and trying to hit a bullseye at 50 yards. Well, I'm not leaving him stranded out there. Well, you... Well, I can't be a part of it. Not this time. Suit yourself. But if you walk out that door, just know that I'll have to do it without you. <laughs> Fine! Damn you, Mitchell P. Go get ready. Yes, I will. Wow, time for another advertisement, huh? Well, let's advertise something. How about bent pedal beer? Wow, it's delicious. Drink it. It's good. <laughs> what have you said? coordinates. And just remember, Mitch, if you find yourself in the wrong time and place, don't move. Don't do anything. Stand still, and I will try to bring you back. You hear me? Yes, loud and clear. In five, four, three, two, one. Can you hear me, Mitch? Yes, although I did not run into Daniel. I think we overshot it. It looks like you're in Louisiana, year 1907. Mm, yes, it appears as though I'm part of some kind of hunting expedition with a bunch of gentlemen, including <gasps> Teddy Roosevelt. Bully! All right, everybody, let's hunt some bears. Everybody grab a gun. Oh, <laughs> I'll grab this one, sure. Remember, Mitch, don't do anything. 
anything! Well, what are you waiting for, old man? Well, uh, <laughs> you see, I think there's been some kind of mistake. What? You're a sissy? No, no, I just... Bully, here, take this one. You know how to use this thing. Well, uh, no. Well, you cock it like this, see? Oh. And you're all ready to go. Bully, follow me. Okay. Oh, it looks as though I've just <laughs> shot Teddy Roosevelt. What? Oh, Jesus, I'm bringing you back. Five, four, three, two, one. What the hell did you do? I don't know. It all happened so quickly. I'm checking with the Morpholinear database to see what kind of damage you did to the future. And... The good news is, is that the damage wasn't so bad. The only thing that has really appeared to have changed is that the novel, The Catcher in the Rye, is no longer a novel, but a popular song. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna tell you a tale. She was reaching for glory Gloria ended up in jail She had a plan to save all the grasses And keep all the gases from reaching the atmosphere She went out and she took the land From the hand of the man upstairs
beyond that one, but you cannot talk to anyone or do anything. Do you understand? Entirely. In five, four, three, two, one. Hmm. Well, this is curious. Ah! Who the hell are you? Stowaway. Well, not exactly. The name's Mitchell P. Crumpleton. What's going on? And who might the two of you be? I'm Amelia Earhart, and this is Fred Noonan. Amelia, with this extra weight, there's no way we could make it. We should turn back around. What did you do now, Matt? Well, uh, it, it appears that I have saved Amelia Earhart from perishing in the ocean. <laughs> Damn it! Let me check the morpholinear database. Oh, God. What seems to be the trouble? Well, it looks as though the butterfly effect has been more devastating this time. Oh? For some reason, the Berlin Wall is now located in Tennessee, and it was built by Mikhail Gorbachev's wife, Reza, in order to keep goats off her property. Well, isn't that fascinating? Here, apparently there was a popular song written about it in the 1980s. been living here and these hills have shared a lot of laughs and screams and tears it's been a long road just keeping home alone in Tennessee great smoky mountain high I've kept them in my eyes till the day you came along and those stones began to rise feels like you're hiding who let you decide where and when i can see it feels like ages i've been feeling this pain i'm not sure i can pronounce your name
Well, Mitch. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem that bad. Oh, oh. Fine. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Talk to me, Mitch. I seem to be inside a zoo exhibit of some kind. It's filled with pigeons. Okay, obviously not the right place. Hang tight. Uh, what is uh, that? Uh, there are a, a lot of people staring and pointing at me. I feel rather exposed, you know. I think I'll just step behind this tree. Uh, 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 oh, no. I seem to have stepped on the head of a passenger pigeon. That's not good. Oh, whoops, then just stepped on another. And there's the third. <laughs> well, that, that's all of them, looks like. <laughs> well, you are personally responsible for the extinction of the passenger prison. Mm. What does the Morpholinear database have to say about it? Well, that was directly responsible for the great takeover of 2122 when a bunch of school children freed a whole bunch of animals. Well, that, that doesn't sound like such a bad thing, does it? Twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three children went to the zoo On a field trip they never knew we would never recover from That's how the story goes They ditched school and they hailed a bus And the driver picked them up because she was just one of us People who think that kids who hail a bus need a bus They need a fucking bus how could she know their little hearts were hammering a little lie? And anyone could deny the little tears that their little kid eyes cry? Could we ever forget the day the children made up with the animals and made the pineapples king and say? Twenty-two, 
Those 23 kids knew what to do. consequences are good or bad. The point is that you're changing history. <laughs> yes, that does seem to be the case, doesn't it? It's only a matter of time before something truly catastrophic happens. All right, Lesma. Uh, one more go at it and then I'm done, I promise. Oh, fine. Setting coordinates. Three, two, one. <laughs> We've done it. Daniel, my boy. Uh, Mitchell P? Yes, Daniel. How are you holding up? Uh, it's not so bad here. A little boring, but kind of soothing. I'm going to fix you right up, my boy. There we go. A little bit on the left. <laughs> there we go. This ought to do. And mm, done. Now we can continue with our journey. Wait, what journey? I'm bringing you home! Not a chance. I overrode the navigation system. We need to finish what we started. Son of a bitch. Ready, Daniel? Ready as I'll ever be. No! <laughs> There she is, Mitchell P. There, at that window. Magnificent. Go get her. Psst. Psst. Marjorie? Daniel? Shh. Climb out your window. I'll help you. Okay. Uh, there you go. Daniel, what are you doing here? I had to see you. Marjorie, I love you. Uh, I love you too. Mm, fantastic. <laughs> Who's that? That's my friend Mitchell P. Crumpleton. Look, I have a crazy idea. Come away with me. When? Where? Tonight. It's somewhere far, far away, but we could be there together forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've... Got it, Daniel! Hey, what the hell's going on out there? We've gotta go. There's my bring us home. In five, four, three, two, one. What the hell is this? What did I keep telling you? In removing Marjorie from her home, you've completely changed history and seriously fucked up everything. Uh, well, this does not look good. <laughs> Where are we, Daniel? I don't like it here. We're now all slaves to a master lizard race that makes us mine macaronium all day, which is more or less what it sounds like, and is very real. What? Uh, be that as it may, the most important thing is that we have each other, and Daniel has found true love. That's what you're taking away from this situation? I want to go home. Yes, true love conquers all. And so it is a happy ending indeed. What have you said? What have you done? Who are you, Mitchell P. Crumpleton? Who are you, Mitchell P.
was in the summer, one early fall, just trying to find my little all in all. Now she's gone. I don't worry. I'm sitting on top of the world. Was in the spring, one summer's day. Just when she left me, she's gone to stay. Now she's gone. I don't worry. I'm sitting on top of the world. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Take It With You is Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, Matt Reilly, who's also our music director, Zachary Stouffer, Ryan Nelson, Gracie Anderson, Nicholas Pascuzzi, Kendall Ann Thompson, Matt Mobley on the bass, and Corey Kaufman on the drums. Nicholas Gosen is our sound engineer, and Kendra Carlson is our stage manager. This episode was written by Blake Thomas, story assistance from Mary Fox, and all of the original music you heard was written by Matt Reilly and Blake Thomas. The show was performed at the North Shore Theater here in Duluth. Our logo was designed by the one and only, the wickedly talented Sarah Luke, and our specialty Foley items are often made by Matt Gildner. And another thank you to our 2018 sponsors, Bent Paddle Brewing Company, Duluth Coffee Company, Sir Benedict's Tavern on the Lake, Beaner Central Concert Coffee House, Buzz Frenzy, The Vista Fleet, Zeitgeist Center for Arts and Community, and Chester Creek Dental. Find Take It With You on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and online at takeitwithyou.org, where you can listen to all available podcasts. Thank you so much for being a part of this, and we'll see you next time. Now she's gone.